Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the Dumb Dad Podcast. My name is Kevin, and I'm a dumb dad. Hey there. My name is Evan. I'm a dumb dad. BetOnline remains your number one source for all your college basketball betting this season. Get analysis of every play, prop, and point at BetOnline. You'll find the latest odds, bracket contests, team matchups, and game trends at BetOnline. Updated odds for everything from live games, the conference championships, right through the Final Four and championship game. BetOnline is your college basketball headquarters this season. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Be sure to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, to receive your bonus. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Hi, buddy. Hey, pal. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm really excited. Me as well. I'm really excited. We're switching it up this time. I know. Jesus. I don't have to listen to only you talk. Us two morons. Everybody, please uh, join us in welcoming in. Uh, he's a content creator, lives in Colorado, Zone Show called Super Dad. He's got a book coming out. He's got a baby coming out. Please, parents, let's welcome in Dude Dad, Taylor Kalmas. Taylor, thank you for Taylor, joining us on the show today. Coming. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, listen, we're fans of what you do over there. So you, you're a creator, and you're not just a, a content creator like a salt of the earth work with my hands kind of creator yeah work with my hands creator uh yeah i started working with my hands when i was real young um Uh just just to like make money and then i and as i once i became a dad i started making content like i did my first build video and it kind of blew up and i was like oh that's a useful skill (laughs) yeah like and especially as a millennial there's just not a lot of millennials that know how to work with their hands so Mm -hmm. uh so we started kind of leaning into that more but yeah is that where the creations came from like i was just thinking about that like i do handyman stuff around the house just to keep the house from falling down Mm -hmm. on ourselves um but you're you're creating like things like you know the the roomba pac-man and yeah make your own lemonade and stuff like that how was that just from doing one on youtube and and raising the eyebrows going oh that works or is that something you were kind of doing beforehand um, I think I was always kind of making things, but not quite like that, you know, because I also, you know, this was like, mm, I must have been two years into fatherhood and two years into creating content when uh, I did my first build video, which is was a Rube Goldberg machine, mm-hmm. um, uh-huh. is a Rube Goldberg gender reveal for our second child. And <laughs> yeah, it was wild because it took me like three days to set up and film and my wife wasn't home. Uh, would thank God because I or took she would have stopped you. Well, I took over. The, I, she probably would have stopped me, but it yeah. definitely would have been pretty annoying because you couldn't walk through the house. Um, oh yeah, it, that because it was everywhere. Yeah, and she didn't take the baby with her, so I had like a toddler with me the whole time I was doing it, um, <laughs> who would just like accidentally set it off every once in a while. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Two steps forward, one step back kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. Um, so it was a lot. Um, yeah. But then it you know, it took off and became this big thing, and it was like, oh, I should use more of those skills that I have because I hadn't before then. I was just doing comedy, and then I was like, oh, I could start building things for my kids and, like, you know, two birds with one stone, create a cool experience for them, but then also create a piece of content, uh, you know, for the channel. So, how did you get your start in comedy? Where did you Where did you begin? Mm, 
uh, the Ottoman when I was like four. <laughs> no, uh, in, in Los Angeles, so I moved out to, to Los Angeles to pursue acting mm-hmm. and uh, kind of started, you know, getting into there. But before that, you know, I was a theater major and, you know, all of that and did all the college plays and high school plays and all that kind of stuff. You know, basically anywhere you can perform in the Midwest is where I was, which is very yeah. limited, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's great. Uh, I, I love the fact that you build the stuff of your kids. I mean, it's, I, 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 the, your creations are really cool. I mean, I, uh, have you ever seen the show Mythbusters? I'm assuming, mm-hmm. I'm assuming you've seen the show. Yeah. I was a huge fan of the show, and it reminds me, the stuff that you make reminds me a lot of that show, just kind of creating uh, almost out of the stuff that you have, but also, I mean, where do you get the inspiration for some of the stuff that you build? Some of these, like, I mean, I've seen everything from, like, the um, Dumb and Dumber dog tr- uh-huh. <laughs> van and everything, but, I mean, do you, do you source it, do you, is, or does it just kind of pour out of you? I don't know. I mean, it just kind of just random ideas that mm-hmm. come to me from wherever. But, like, you know, obviously the, the Dumb and Dumber one came about because, uh, you know, we'd done a Power Wheels video that did really well, and then... Mm-hmm. Then it was like Halloween, and it was like, oh, what can I make my kids for Halloween? Yeah. I was like, oh, we should dress them up like, uh, like Lloyd and uh, and wait, why did I just blank the other guy's name? Who are the guys in Lloyd and Lloyd Christmas and uh, Harry Lloyd and Harry? Oh Oh my gosh, we're gonna all gonna get that's my (laughs) it's my dumb dad moment of the week. I guess Uh, Lloyd and Harry. Yeah. So then it was like, oh well, it wouldn't be that hard to make the Mutt Cuts mobile um, and just you know kind of set to work to art that out. But uh, but then like the video of it was really important to me too to like sort of like make an homage to the movie and all their yeah. most favorite parts but have yeah. my adorable little children do it and they were at that perfect age where they would like do what you asked them to do <laughs> yeah. you know like yeah. they're both starting to age out of that and have yeah. their own like feelings about whether or not they want to do certain pieces of content and you have to kind of yeah. respect it you know but yeah. uh yeah yeah how how many kids do you have and how old uh, I've got three, but uh, by the time this podcast comes out, I'll have four. Um, yeah. <laughs> so nice. Yes. Um, so there's seven, five, almost two, and almost born. Wow, going for the baker's dozen or what's going on here? Nope, that's it. Four. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're uh, or almost complete. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have like a build that you did that maybe didn't make it on there? Because I'm curious about this. Because yours are all off like your own creation, so they're really creative and fun for the kids to do and to see. Do you have one that just annoys you? It failed. It like didn't work out. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I had. Uh, what was the thing I was trying to do? Every once in a while, I like, get these ideas, and you go down that path, and then it just is going to be too much time or something. Mm-hmm. So, like one video we haven't finished yet, what we're going to at some point is uh, DIY uh, battle bots. Um, mm-hmm. Real sketchy. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, the TV show looks sketchy. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but they're all behind like protective plexiglass. Like yeah. we're just gonna, we're trying to figure out how to mimic that too, of just like some, you know, chicken wire or something in the garage, <laughs> you know. But I, I basically took like a megalodon uh, RC car uh-huh. and like hooked a big old saw blade to it. 
um, oh and like gosh. a drill. But like the tricky thing is, is especially like in the in the kind of the little piece of the creative world that I've carved out is mm-hmm. like making things sort of makeshift and approachable. So when viewers watch it, they go like, "Oh, I could build that." Yeah, right. you know. Be so like. There's part of me that's like, oh, let's learn how to actually turn it on remote control. And then there's the other part of me that's like, well, that's going to be too hard for most people to do. So let's just like have the blade always running, you know. <laughs> but then it's like, how do you stop it? You know, um, you so, move. Yeah. So then it's like, OK, you you have oh two remotes gosh. and one remote is just like you, you somehow figure out how to like you know, sort of manually, physically have it turn the drill on, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's the, the other reason why that project hasn't gotten finished because it's just been like this, like, well, what's... How do we do this safely? How do we do this in a way that is approachable to other people? Or do we just ignore that altogether? But if yeah. you ignore that altogether, then it's like, well, you should just be building a real battle bot. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a weird. And then sending your audition tape to the show. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, and you're working on the legal at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> done for oh, professionals. Uh, battle robot. <laughs> battle yeah. robot. Yes, I yes. love that you said like to keep it approachable, so that when somebody watches it, they think I can do that. But I wouldn't put it past any dude out there that sees something goes, I could do that. Yeah, and yeah. then halfway and, through it. They're either going to the hospital or they just have parts all over the place. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. We're going to do that at some point and we'll just, you know. But the, the, the tricky part with those, too, you know, like, now that this has become, like, my career is mm-hmm. that you, you know, and I, I have a team, you know, and, like, you, you know, we're doing better. But it also, there's so much more, uh, so many more mouths to feed, if you mm-hmm. will. Right? Yeah. So it's harder to take a chance on a build that's going to, you know, take a couple yeah. of weeks versus just doing a comedy video where we can, like, come up with a script and shoot it in a day, yeah. edit another one to two days and have it really polished up and probably get the same amount of views as the two weeks it's going to take me to build BattleBots, you know? Right. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a... I respect that. I mean, where we kind of like to approach content creation the similar way of just like, well, let's make something the best that we can make it. And I understand your team's getting bigger. So it's like, yeah, less risks. And also a lot of people are like, well, you must have more time now that you have this person doing this. It's like, no, I have this person doing this so that I I can now do this. (laughs) Yeah. And we're still working on that because for whatever reason, I have to do all the, a lot of the administration BS, you know, it's like, (laughs) yeah, but yeah, you know. I do appreciate that as well. You're getting into the part, like, and doing the same thing. We make content and post it online. Like, there's that there's that weird space where you think, like, man, I really trust that this is going to do well. And then it doesn't get a ton of views. Or you post something that you think, I got to rush something out. We try to post a sketch, like, almost every day. Yeah. And then once in a while you throw something out there and it does extremely well and you didn't expect that. It's like it's a weird place to be and I imagine especially with a team how much preparation do you have potentially or does it completely vary based on what you're making? I mean, you have yeah. you have other people that write with you or does your team sort of does everybody wear multiple hats? Everybody wears multiple hats. I mean, I um, essentially my two best friends work with me. It just happened to because of the you know the world that I came from. I was very 
you know, well connected with other very talented people. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's been great. Um, but yeah, everyone wears multiple hats. I mean, even, you know, we've been at this, I've been at this, what is this six years now? And I still don't know if something's going to hit. I, we like yeah. refrain from saying that because as soon as you say like, this is going to be a banger, it's not, you know? Yep. So oh. I just don't say it. Don't jinx it. <laughs> um, but even just this morning, we're on YouTube shorts, like looking at like the view count of the videos, trying to see if there's any kind of a pattern with types of content that do well versus ones that don't. Literally can't find a pattern. Like I feel like the... <laughs> yeah. The short form game has really changed things in that way because, like long form, I could we can find the patterns. We know what you need in a long form, and that was kind of our bread and butter when we got started, or when I got started. Um, that like got us to where we are. And short form is the new thing that you have to do because it's what everyone does, yeah. and it's just a lot more unpredictable in that way because you know, like if, it, if people are willing to give you fifteen seconds, you know, mm-hmm. if that first frame is interesting right yeah yeah with long form it just has to be a good piece of content right yeah so like i can be really dialed in but if my first frame isn't dialed in Mm -hmm. then i don't get the views and you know susan from cincinnati gets the views instead (laughs) and she's some soccer mom that just you know Mm -hmm. has whatever going on you know the algorithm was, is your friend and your enemy at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, so let's jump into, uh, yeah. speaking of uh, bread and butter, what we like to do here on the Dumb Dad Podcast is talk about something maybe stupid we did this week or a realization you came to. And uh, I'll give you an example of something that happened to me. Your dumb dad like moment? Sort of my dumb dad moment. Okay. Um, so this kind of comes to... You know, like, raising our children, and, like, you know, my son is eight, and now it's all about, like, hey, okay, so you got to go take a shower. Why? Well, because it's been two days, or, you know, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't understand the point, you know, and... Uh, You're not smelling what I'm smelling. Yeah. So it's about, like, taking care of yourself, right? And then, so we... My wife needed... I can't remember why. We need to go to the mall for something. So we go to the mall, and I was like, hey, speaking of which, I need to go get, like, uh like a face wash or something like that. I, I used to wear this like lotion that I like to wear that had s- sunscreen in it, right? That's like the dad mentality. I want two for one kind of thing. <laughs> so, okay. And it also does shampoo. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so They're the whole thing. So I go to this place in the mall and there's like this lady standing in there and I'm like, okay, so really quickly as they're like going to the car, I'm like, okay, I just, she goes, can you help you? I go, yep, you can. I know exactly what I'm looking for. I want like a daily sort of like face lotion and I want SPF in it, like simple. And she's like, okay. So she goes over to like the area to tell me like, <laughs> tell me all about this stuff. And she's like, okay. So she starts showing me the options and I go, okay, let me just tell you one thing really quick. I'm not looking for like a huge routine. I just want to do like, you're really dadding something. it. I know. So hard. I, I couldn't, I, I knew, I, I knew what was coming out of my mouth, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't have a lot of time. Just help me solve this problem. You were hoping she'd point and you could grab and walk away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, I was like, okay, um, so I don't want a routine. Normally what I do, um, and she's like, well, what are you doing now? I go, you know, I mean, right now in the shower, I just use like a bar of soap, wash my, and she was like, okay. <laughs> and like the look of disappointment on her face when I told her I just washed my face with a bar of soap and she's like what about like on your face and I was like well I was just using like you know 
regular like hand, yeah like she was the, the like the level of disappointment on her face when i said it out loud to her was like oh i'm not doing any of this right and she's like okay this take this one it has spf in it and then at the, the last fail i made in front of her i was like I did have this stuff before that I liked it at SPF because it's just like a one thing. And she goes, yeah. And then when you wash it off at night and I go, you have to wash it, <laughs> you have to wash it off at night. She's like, yeah, it's yes. Like it has stuff in it. <laughs> you have to get it off of your face. Yeah, and I wipes was like, off on the pillow. Okay. All right. She's like, that's not a routine. That's just washing your face before you go to bed. And I was like, okay. And she just looks so disappointed in me. She said that. That's not a routine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She could see you being like, what's a routine? So, yeah. clean yourself. Yeah, exactly. It was just one of those things. I was like, oh, man, I'm not really practicing what I preach here to my son to, like, take a shower, wash your face. And I'm like, oh, I just use a bar of soap. And she's just like, oh, my God. (laughs) I I mean, the arrogance of you to just be able to do that and not break out with acne like screw you like you can you can take that poorly you know that poor of care of your skin and just be walking around like yeah i don't know well there's two sides to it right if you fill it with enough cake it with enough dirt nothing can grow so oh it's a toxic wasteland exactly nothing can live there we have a nice topsoil we're just we ought to know what to plant (laughs) the compost bin on so anyway that was my dumb demo it was just like mostly just the the look of disappointment on this woman's face that i was just like i couldn't wait to get to the car to tell my wife like oh you're not gonna believe this this lady was like and then of course she's like let me also just give you a few samples here and just like put a bunch of stuff and they're like try them out you never know <laughs> and you're like i'm not gonna try that. those are still sitting in the back yeah, but, yeah. they'll end up in the drawer in the bathroom yeah. for months yeah but i have stuck to the the minimal routine so far which is go- which is going well but yeah which is <laughs> washing your face which is washing your my face, face yeah at night are you washing your face at night i've done it a couple times <laughs> I've okay. done it a couple of times. Let me ask you this. Do you brush your teeth at night and in the morning or just one or the other? I brush in the morning and at night because I tell my son and my daughter, you have to do that. And so we just all do it together. <laughs> let's let's acknowledge, though, how like kids' version of brushing their teeth yeah. is basically not doing anything. Correct. It's not doing anything. And I'm at this weird stage where my kids are, they want me to brush their teeth. And uh-huh. the lazy person in me doesn't want to brush their teeth. Yeah. <laughs> but I know if I don't, they're all, I mean, they're going to fall out anyway, but they're just going to rot off their face. But yeah. They're like, yeah. I'll be on the couch. Like the day's almost done. Just go brush your teeth. And like, can you brush my teeth? And it's like, I have to say yes. I, I don't to want yes. to. Yeah. I got to get off the couch and do this. It's, it's, you know, they're just, they're putting in the minimal effort and we're like, okay, they put in minimal, minimal effort. Let's let them pass. But like the, they're not really cleaning their teeth. The only thing they're doing is dirtying the sink because they're not tall enough to get the spit to the middle oh, of the man. sink, and yep. they never put water in their mouth. So it's just like this streak of like toothpaste mouth goo mm-hmm. that you and have to clean out. All over the glob that like didn't mix at all and just yeah. like comes straight from the tube to their mouth and then falls on the sink, but it's yeah. wet enough to like turn to concrete. So you <laughs> gotta like scrape it off. <laughs> It's fantastic. Okay, so tell us, do you have uh, do you have a dumb dad moment that's like maybe one of your favorites of something that you did that you're just like that was not a great moment? Yeah. Um, oh gosh, this happened. This was right around Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, for Halloween, 
we were really into Stranger Things, so we built a demigorgon uh-huh. and a and a mind flayer. Frayer? I always forgot to say it. I got flayer. posted online. Flayer, right? Like they yeah. flay your skin? Whatever. It'll be a comment generator if I say it wrong. <laughs> mind Frayer. Yeah, it's Mind Frayer. Yeah, yeah, Mind Flayer. Got like Mon, it. Like Mon Frayer, yeah. Yeah, Mind Flayer. <laughs> so, but the Demigorgon, uh, we like animatronic his face so that his face would open mm-hmm. and then shoot candy out of the face, right? <laughs> Perfect. But the issue was, is that like... The rate of was, speed in which the candy flew out? <laughs> well, and the angle, because in order for it to look good to the viewer, you need the face kind of straight on mm-hmm. and yeah. not up, right? But we knew that like the candy would be safer if the candy flew up and then rained down on you, right? But we needed it to look good this way, so we like tried to see if we get the head to move too, but there was just way too many moving parts, plus there's like a tube through its throat where the air cannon comes through. So ultimately <laughs> it was like, all right, he just needs to be stationary. So fill the mouth full of candy, open up the mouth, get the kids out. All right, catch some candy. Well, first time we shoot this thing, my son catches a snicker bar to the eye. <laughs> it's like, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, let's do this candy, candy. <laughs> and he just takes off running into the house, like bawling. And I'm like, oh, jeez. I should have known better. Like, of course that was going to happen. So, yeah. You know, really fun, cool thing you made there, Dad. Yeah. Um, Going back to Mythbusters, they test it first. Yeah. I think I did test it, but you don't know it's going to hit him in the eye. It's true. You know? yeah. Kids have incredibly bad coordination. I mean, That's is, true. That's true. You know. Wild. It was just his reaction time was way too slow. He should have caught it. Yeah. Like... That's you like know, the time yeah. we say it all the time, buddy. Hands up, you hands know? up, yeah. Hands up. The ball's not going to find the glove if you're, you know, <laughs> got your hands in your <laughs> pockets. <laughs> oh man, well, we did hand out safety goggles for the next like <laughs> shoot. We had a bunch of kids come over. We gave them all safety goggles. Um, that was like the best part of like Halloween night is when all the kids were coming over and bef- and then I stopped shooting at the Demogorgon. I just used like a T-shirt cannon so yeah. I could loft it up. And they could still come push the button and see the face open or whatever. Oh, but cool. anyway, but I would like really build the suspense as I'm loading all the candy and I'd be like, did everybody sign a waiver? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just know me as a dad. If I didn't know you, I was going to your house and you're like, all right, put on safety goggles. Yeah. And maybe we skip this one. Yeah. Or, 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 they're, or they're just handing it to you over yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it actually worked out really nice because uh, you could keep everyone on the street because I'd be like, hey, if you, you can't stand this close, Stay on the street, and I'm going to shoot it to you. And everyone yeah. goes, oh, that's "Wait, cool. wait, what? No, just stand out there." <laughs> Did he it's say coming. shoot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why is he like loading this thing like a, yeah. <laughs> like a musket? Yeah. Just... yeah. All right, Kevin. Oh, it's amazing. Bring it home. Tell us. Tell us. I mean, yeah. Tell Taylor and I you did something stupid this week. I always do something stupid yeah. every week. Uh, mine was mine has to do with uh, daylight savings time. Uh huh. Do you suffer from that in Colorado? I don't know. <laughs> we have it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it. I love it because now it's the, it's bright out longer. I like it now, but the idea of it one is just so annoying. Like, stop making videos telling me daylight. It's, it's like it's the weather. It's like what, I knew it was coming. Like when people go, "This is your reminder, daylight savings is coming." You're like, <laughs> I know. The last eight videos have told me about daylight savings <laughs> and what to do with my children, which I don't do. I don't know if you guys 
do the whole 20 minutes before, 20 minutes after for three days no. and then warm their milk. I don't understand. We don't, I don't do anything. Do I don't even wash my face. What are we talking That's about? That's true. What am I talking <laughs> to you for about this stuff? But like it was this weekend and we went hard the, like, hard the other direction. We had no structure this weekend. Kids stayed up to like 10 p.m. both nights. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They went to bed and we were like, well, hopefully they're going to sleep in. And that's like you said with videos, yeah. if you say this is going to hit and it doesn't hit, same thing goes with you saying, maybe they'll sleep in. They went to bed late and it's daylights. No, they were still up 545 walking in the door, like walking our room. Evan's kids at least get up and kind of mind their business. My kids walk into our room, and look at me, shake me and like, let's go. You have to you're, you, on, the, no. you're on the clock, my guy. Like, what yeah. are we doing here? <laughs> I mean, I don't even realize it. Like it's like you know nowadays your phone just changes time, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we are on the struggle bus so often that, <laughs> like, I, if I wake up and I lost an hour of sleep, I don't realize it because I normally lose an hour of sleep. You know? Yeah. Like, normally we, I don't feel great, and I still don't feel great. Like, <laughs> yeah, and like our our kids, like, like we start the night with just me and my wife in the bed. And by the end of the night, by my morning, there's five of us in there. <laughs> five and a half, technically. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, actually, I've spent many, some of my best nights of sleep have been in my five-year-old daughter's bed. Yep. When she's coming to my room, I'm like, I'm going over there. It's going to be so cozy. She's got so many stuffed animals. It is cozy. That was my plan literally last night. My daughter was just couldn't sleep. She's up. It's like 10 o'clock, way past 10. And she just keeps coming out of her room talking to me. And she's like, can I just go to bed with you? And I was like, okay. So she comes to bed with us, like just out the gate. And I have a son as well. And I was like looking forward to him coming into the room because I was like, Marching right to his bed. Yeah. Was, it was the yeah. one. T- it was the one time he didn't come. So can ah, I go to bed with you? Yeah. Well, I have a bit of a routine here. I'm going to yeah. watch something for 15 minutes and then fall asleep while it's on. I'm going to watch something <laughs> for 15 minutes and four hours later, I'm going to go no. <laughs> so, the, my daughter though is like the balls on her though because she like she has the the tenacity to then in the morning go dad you messed up my bed like you have to stop <laughs> you got you have to stop sleeping in my bed you messed up all my stuffed animals i'm like you're in my bed like what do you you don't get to say that she's like well i don't want you doing that anymore i'm like then stay in your bed and i won't come yeah. there like just ditto that's the, the restraint it takes not to go Follow me. Let's go through the things you've messed up. Yeah. <laughs> Walk no. with me. We're walking. Yeah. We're taking a tour a now. <laughs> no. But like, oh, I've tried to guilt trip them. They don't They don't have the capacity for guilt yet. So they're just like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I I get scared. So that's just, I, I understand that you can't sleep, but that doesn't really <laughs> matter because I, I got scared and I like to sleep in your bed. Yeah. It's mean when somebody online says, well, then you shouldn't have had kids then. It's different when your child says it to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. shouldn't have kids then. Dad. Don't mess up my stuff. <clears throat> okay. So you had, so now let's get to, let's get to the meat and potatoes here. You Ooh. just, you've just written a, uh, a children's book. Oh, you've got it. There, there perfect. it is. There it is. Look at that. So uh, tell us a little bit about the yeah. process of that and, and uh, the motivation behind um, writing, a, writing a kid's book. 
Okay, so here's the deal. Kids' books, I didn't know this, they take a really long time, right? Mm. So this this was started two years ago, and two years ago, I just had three kids, right? <laughs> yeah. And then about a year into making the book, we got pregnant again, and I was like, ah, oh, crap, because I put you know my whole family in the book, mm. one, two, three, three kids. I'm like, crap. It's too late to add another character, so we can't do that. Right. And, you know, so I'm like, man, I'm going to have the one kid that's not in the book. So <laughs> it was too late. It was too late. So then what we did was we uh, we hit up the illustrator, and, like, the whole story is, like, about uh, basically, like, mom leaves for the day to go mm-hmm. shopping, so then uh-huh. dad spends all day building crazy stuff for the kids. Uh-huh. So when mom gets home from shopping, we had them add a pregnancy test into the bag. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there's nice. two stripes on it, so she already peed on it. She peed on it and threw it in the bag? She <laughs> yeah. ran into the Macy's bathroom? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> she just ran in, like, I gotta get this over with right now. Yeah. I feel so off. My hormones are everywhere. Let's go pee on this real quick. And then yeah. she, you know, just, like, hormone shot for a bunch of other stuff. Um, I mean, she, look at the amount of bags that she came home that's with. A, you know? That's an incredible amount of things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that is, yeah. <laughs> the, the good song is like the, the, the kid's going to, I mean, it's going to take the kid forever to accept that. You see, you're in the book. Like, I'm not yeah. in the book. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right there. That yeah. stick, that's your DNA. Yeah. You know? Um, and then like uh, in, the, in the dedication of the book, I wrote, this book is dedicated to Theo, Juno, Otto, and any future kids we may have. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Love you. <laughs> That's so, covering your bases. Yeah. I mean, it, what it would have been great is if we had, like, had done the gender reveal by then, so we could have just picked a name and stuck it in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that might have been more confusing because it's like, okay, my name's in there, but you didn't you didn't put so, me in it. Well, yeah. you didn't like me, okay, but you had here's a the thing. When you Okay, so here's the thing. When you have a publishing deal, you, here's the, yeah. the, it's, the, the process. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me let me explain to you how Penguin Random House works. <laughs> well, congrats on that, man. That's so fun. And the uh, name of the book is uh, Dad and the Recycling Bin Roller Coaster. Yeah. Uh, super it's, fun. It's I mean it's it's is it about, out now? It's on pre order right now. So if you go okay, to do, okay. go to dudedad.com, you can pre order it and, mm. and then if you pre order it you also get some free coloring sheets. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, and then there you go. And that's and, uh, you, and that's worth exactly. Yeah. And you get a link to uh, like a DIY video that nobody else has to that where I teach you how to do a DIY project. Uh, oh, I love uh, that. saw blade spinning robot. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that one. It's a little yeah. bit safer than that one, but there's still some compressed air involved. So uh, <laughs> always got to have compressed air. So you wrote uh, you wrote a dad joke book, and then you wrote uh, you know a, dad, a new dad baby book, and then yes, you wrote a kid pregnancy book. What, what, book. Yeah. What 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 made you want to write the baby book? I think I mean I had this idea like um, when we got pregnant for the second time because there was just like very little information out there that was on pregnancy that was geared towards men right yeah even Um, still really yeah so i came up with this fun idea that like instead of comparing your unborn child to fruits and vegetables 
mm-hmm. you would compare it to things that men would understand, right? Yeah. Like uh, a baseball, a 10 millimeter socket, a three pound brisket, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. thing that, things that men can identify with. So that was kind of the starting point. And then from there, we just like kind of use the object to inform uh, the chapter. And I basically just infused it with like every piece of dad knowledge I've learned in the last six years mm-hmm. and, and things that I learned from my own dad through childhood and stuff too. So there's like some like fun, uh, you know, stories from my childhood in there as well as just like, you know, lots of like good information for new dads without being like so boring, like a lot of other pregnancy books, (laughs) um, you know, cause it's like, it's a short read. It's like a hundred pages. It's like, Hey, if you've never had a kid before, get this book, dive in, you know, you'll, you'll be a lot more prepared than if you don't have it. That's right, because usually what it is is your wife reads like seven books and tries mm-hmm. to get you to read the book. You're not going to read the book, and then just gets tries to relay relay all the information to you. So yeah. it's good. I appreciate. It. I mean, like, congrats to you, man, and everything you're doing. It's it's great. Like we started this podcast when we both had. I had two kids. Kevin had a kid and had his second one on the way. So we started the podcast right when he was about to have his kid because sort of the same thing. Our wives are listening to parenting podcasts and it's like a bunch of mom podcasts in preparation mm-hmm. talking about motherhood and everything and like if there was a dad podcast out there it was like you know they posted like five times and like once every six months or something so we yeah. thought man you know we've been doing sketch comedy together forever so we're like well let's just get together once a week and just talk about it like no pressure to just sit there and talk about like what's next what's the next mm-hmm. thing you know yeah and then we started incorporating like man I did something stupid this week you know and so I just think it's great that there's, I mean, more so dads out there now are talking about being dads, just getting the experience out there. I mean, so credit to you for all the stuff that you're doing. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's, awesome. it's wonderful to, um, you know, have somebody else, especially you. I mean, I would say you're probably one of the leaders of the community of dads just talking out there talking about being dads. So it's amazing. Yeah. Well, I, I want to say too, that I, I do like your guys' approach because like when I first started, that was kind of like the thing that the narrative that you know, me and a lot of other guys from Dad 2.0. You guys been to Dad 2.0 yet? Oh, no, we haven't been to it. We know. No. It, sorry. Yeah, we, we know. We haven't been there yet. Um, but there was kind of the narrative that that culture was pushing against is this idea that Dad is stupid, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, your guys' thing isn't that. It's more acknowledging, you know, like, just dumb things that dads do, but not mm-hmm. painting dad as this like uh, Homer Simpson character that just right. is completely inept, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Our goal but, is, yeah. Our goal is to push like dads are dumb, just like a mom is dumb, just like we're all tired. You're making mistakes because of you. You also don't know. Like when you have two yeah. kids, you're like, Oh, I think I know how to do this. No, you don't. It's definitely not the like, so what do kids eat? Like kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's so easy to hit that comedy because, you yes. know, because it's just a, it's so easy. It's just right there. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, to, to sort of rephrase that and reapproach that, it's like, you know, I'm not dumb because I'm a dad. I'm dumb because I'm human. Yeah. And this is my first time I've ever dealt with this because as dads and moms, you're thrown into this stuff with no practice, you know, okay. even, even if you had more kids, there's still new situations. Cause every single kid is different that you need like different tools in your toolbox to handle, you know, different projects, AKA kids. This is from chapter 40 of the pregnancy book. <laughs> <laughs> the toolbox. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. But it is true because like, right when you, I mean, 
even just going from one to two, you have one kid, you learn about your kid, your, all your focus is there, and then the next kid comes out, and then they start developing a little bit of a personality, and they're completely different. And so now... Yeah. But then you're keeping track of the other one as you're kind of... I mean, it's just... It's like a whole well, multiplication yeah. problem of, you know... And can we just together acknowledge that that parents with one child are the worst. <laughs> it's like anytime I hear like a parent with one child be like, Oh my gosh, I just have so much going on. Like, Oh, I don't think we could handle that this weekend because you know, grandma's coming or whatever. I'm like, like you, you have, there's two of you and you have one. Yeah. Like you don't even need a, babysitter most of the time you know there's a glob of ketchup i've walked past on the floor like 20 times because i'm just i don't have time for it yeah <laughs> yeah exactly it's like i can take yeah and, and like the more you add on because it just becomes a thing of like you know once we hit three it was like okay now anytime i go somewhere i just know i'm taking one with me because if yeah. you leave all three at home, you're leaving your wife in the trenches, you know? So yeah. it's like, hey, let me just take one of them, and then, you know, your life will be easier. And then she's like, yeah, fine. Go go wherever you need to go. As, yeah, long, as, you're taking, as long as you're taking one or two of them, yeah. that's fine. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. That's I, I, do, I always like taking the little ones out. I mean, to be honest with you, I know they're going to kind of probably get into something or do something but i was i think it's fun to like walk around with this little friend of yours yeah that, like i mean i really do think it's fun i mean especially in that now my son's eight so he's more like a buddy mm-hmm. you know but um my daughter's four and it's, she's so fun to like walk around with sometimes like <laughs> she's doing this thing now where she's like i'm i gotta do i'm, I'm so bored you're like, we've been in the car for like two and a half minutes, and it's a five-minute <laughs> drive to Target. Like, what are you talking about being bored? Or yesterday, um, our, our in-laws came over. We were helping them do some stuff. And, like, they were on the couch watching a show. And, like, we didn't tell her that they were coming over because they, they were just going to come over. We were going to give them a ride somewhere. And they knock on the door. And from the living room, she goes, oh, what now? <laughs> uh, so I'm what, grown up. What are we inconveniencing? <laughs> they better not mess up my bed. I'll tell you that uh, <laughs> yeah, right like, now. Oh, you Man. kidding me. Can I, uh, uh, can I curse on here? Yeah. I have, it's okay. So this is the, uh, you know, every, every dad has that moment where their kid curses for the first time mm-hmm. and you hear it. So my daughter, Juno, she was, she was four at the time mm-hmm. and we had just gotten home from a like five-year-old's birthday party. Right. So I'm tired as well, whatever. But we walk in the door and she goes, oh, I am so tired. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, whoa. I mean, me too. We were at a five-year-old's birthday party. I'm exhausted. But where, how did you, all right, you know, like, but you kind of just like, don't acknowledge it. It's like, it's like, yeah, it's like a cold sore. Don't acknowledge it it's just gonna get worse don't touch it just leave it alone <laughs> you know like <laughs> it's a car accident you have to ignore yeah <laughs> it's like just don't acknowledge it no. if you yeah because otherwise she's gonna and she's never said it again since then but like oh the God. way she so casually used it yeah correctly in the, cor- in the correct way yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know it was like wow uh okay <laughs> 
that is a perfect place i think to to leave it that is that is so amazing that your kid did that yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no mine swears all of the time <laughs> yeah i should be swearing more with the amount i don't censor myself but <laughs> tell everybody where they can uh, find you if they haven't already uh all social channels which by the way it's funny because you guys uh you named off all of the social platforms except mm-hmm. Facebook. I don't know how young you are that you don't care about Facebook anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but that's our biggest platform. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. That's probably. that's probably where we fail is that we yeah. don't pay enough attention to Facebook oh, it is, for, our, for our content. It's going downhill. But it's uh, definitely, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely the place that, like, it was going uphill when I first started. And it kind of, like, blossomed all of my stuff. But anyway, yeah. Um, so you can find me on Facebook, <laughs> but unless you're under 30, in which case go to any other platform and just search for Dude Dad. All right, Dude Dad, and you have Dad and the Recycling Bin Roller Coaster, which is pre-order now at DudeDad.com, correct? Correct. I got all that? Oh, my very, gosh. Very nice work. Thank you. Okay, well, thank you for joining us for the show today. Taylor, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks um, for being here, taking the time. Yep, and... Uh, Obviously, you can follow us. Uh, We're at the Dumb Dads yeah. on all social platforms except for Facebook. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that is. And a lot of parents on there. A lot of parents on there. <laughs> um, and uh, thanks to Ed Redu on SoundCloud for uh, the music to this podcast. And thanks to my lovely wife, Andy, for editing this podcast. Uh, Taylor, yeah. do we always end with a dad joke? Do you want to take the honor... Maybe this can, is embarrassing. I have a book of dad jokes. I know books you do. I know. We, I, didn't pre- we didn't prep you for that, so apologies. But more, do you have like a favorite I one? I think it was so stressful that I like purposely forgot them all afterwards. <laughs> I do, though. Okay, so uh, <laughs> when I was in college, uh, I was a pickpocket, right? Uh-huh. So I, I stole a lot of stuff from a lot of different people. Uh-huh. Uh, but I had the opportunity one time when I was living in Los Angeles to uh, steal Dwayne Johnson's wallet. Mm-hmm. And I did it, man. I, yeah. I swiped his wallet and I started slipping away and he saw me and he started chasing me. So I'm running away from Dwayne Johnson mm-hmm. down Melrose. Take a right on Highland. I'm just running, running, running. He's still behind me. He's catching up. Those big old pecs bouncing and he's running at me. Mm-hmm. I cut into this alleyway. I run as, fa- as far as I can. I get to the end of this alleyway and it's just a giant brick wall. I was stuck between the rock and a hard place. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) And then he crumbled you into a little ball. (laughs) Yep, yeah. Uh, Perfect. Yeah, I found out what he was cooking. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, thank you so much again for joining us. And uh, we'll see you guys again next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Welcome to the world, little one. Welcome to life. How do I stop this? The Dumb Dad Podcast is proudly presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.